0: Coming to you live from downtown Detroit. This is Benzinga's pre-market prep. All right, Joel. Good morning. Uh, I hope you, uh, you you saved up your energy. And Dennis, good morning to you as well. I hope oh. you, you, you the, the day off gave you some an extra boost here because we're going to need it because we got a lot going on this morning. So, Joel,
1: recap. We sure do. We sure do. Uh, yeah. Let's just uh, let's talk about the most pressing issue of the weekend and. Okay. Uh, That has to be what happened at the Michigan-Wisconsin basketball game. Right. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Holy macro! We could spend an hour talking about that. Uh, I'm going to give you the net change, and the net change is down six handles. At uh, at 43.50 was our close. We're at uh, 37.50. Uh, Not going to give you a high and a low. I'm just going to say this is a really important day for the market, and if somehow – We can only end up down five handles or we end up green on this session. I think that that is going to be a major victory for the market. And uh, I'm just going to leave it at that. That close was 43.50. Crude getting a boost here up 250, 92.72. Not a high of the move. Uh, Gold, that's up. uh, Let's call that flat at 1900. Uh, We got silver. That's up 11 cents at 24.11. Bitcoin. That got hit. That's down 23.65 at 37.580. That's from the Friday close. Ethereum's going the same way. That's down 191 at uh, 25.95. But uh, we're going to bring in Triple D here. And Triple D, there's not often where I get on and Mitch gets on and Spencer gets on and you get on. And we kind of all say the same thing. Like, what the hell are the futures doing up here? I mean, yeah. I'm looking at the stocks.
2: Yeah, no, I know.
1: And I'm just saying to myself,
2: yeah, there,
1: there's going to be some reconnection here.
2: I, I just, wish yeah, I there knew is. Which way. I wish.
1: Yeah, I, knew I mean, we
2: got stuff that's absolutely hammered. And again, some of these have just traded and they haven't came back from when the futures rallied. Some had 4 a.m. trades that were way down. Correct. So you, you can't really look at where the stock is last. You kind of get a feel for where the bids and the offers are. But you just bring up, you know, pretty much any stock, and you're seeing stocks down. some 2%, some 3%, um, pretty much across the board. Now, what is trading higher? There's a few things. Non-tech components of the QQQs, because of the QQQs, only are going to be down 0.5%, 3%, and you're hitting everything else down more. you got to buy something. So that whole list that I've talked about before, like there's Starbucks, WBA, Mondelez, CSX, they're all green. So they're trying to buy those stocks to help out a little bit here in the pre-market. Energy stocks are very, very strong retail is going to be strong those are going to be two sectors that are going to help out retail mainly you got the macy's numbers which we'll get to in a second they were good um so that's going to help but overall here you have a lot of stocks that are very weak here this morning too so when we went green there about 20 minutes ago i even tweeted out i was like i don't even get that at all because i'm seeing stocks a lot of stocks down over one percent some like i said two three percent and yeah you got futures trying to go green this didn't make a hell of a lot of sense to me
0: well, even if you put the stocks aside for a second, just talking about the futures and the rally we've had. All oh, yeah. Really, that in itself doesn't Does make, any any of any of make sense. Does any of it make sense? That doesn't make sense. Nothing I mean, makes sense. We, we, there was
2: nothing. So, okay, in case you've been on a desert island and you haven't know. heard all the stuff, Putin with his hour and a half conference call. Basically, that, that felt to me, just to sum it up, but it felt to me like the preliminary like groundwork to invade. And that's pretty much what how I kind of you know felt you know, and I think that's a lot of what other other people felt too. Listening to him, it wasn't like we're coming in and invading here tomorrow, but there was so many accusations. There was every excuse in the world leading up to that. Hey, we're going to have to do something about this. Yeah. So it, it sounds to me like he's not scared of NATO. It sounds to me like he's not scared of repercussions from you know other countries. It sounds to me like he's going in and he's uh, going to do what he wants to do.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was all—I was kind of getting set to uh, at least I was thinking ahead to, to this morning yesterday, and I was kind of getting ready to talk about how nothing of consequence really happened over the weekend until like two o'clock, two thirty yesterday, when I see, oh my gosh, Putin just told his the Russian army to to go into Ukraine. Yeah. What? And 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 so now, in response to that, uh, you saw the news this morning now that Germany. Has halted the certification of that uh, of that pipeline. That's sort of at the center of all this. The Nord Stream two pipeline. Uh, the the UK has announced some economic sanctions already. So the 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 gears of war are turning here. Now. They are, yeah, especially over the last you know sixteen hours.
2: Yeah, and you know, you are getting some of the defense stocks that are a bit up here. Lockheed Martin, full disclosure, I do have a trade-on in that right now. Um, RTX is a bit up. Full disclosure, I got a trade on that one too, and trade on everything. General dynamics, NOC, all getting bit up this morning. So you're seeing that oil, obviously. The first thing everybody thinks about, it's been up enormously here this morning. Um, I think we're getting close to the highs. Are we not on oil, Joel?
1: Actually, I, I was looking at that. Uh, basis the futures, we know, they're always rolling those contracts. Yeah. Uh, we did make a new high for the move there at 95 bucks. But okay. I think what, uh, you know, just going back and backtracking a little bit, how about the rally off the 6 p.m. open on let's Sunday? Talk about, let's talk about that. Let's talk about because, that. oh, yeah, everything's fine. We're going to meet. I'm like, yeah, oh, I know man, that's true. you too. believe that? Can you
2: see that on the charts?
1: Uh, yeah, scroll
2: back a little bit. Yeah, to see that. look
1: at the 60 minute here, and you can see it. I'll, I'll make it a little bit bigger. Yeah, because uh, it's because uh, this is actually going to be included in the day's range. I mean, believe it or not, this yeah, is got it. This is two days of future right trading. There. Yeah, right here in this range 43.91. We got
2: wicked rally
1: 43.91 and a quarter.
2: The, and that's what this market has been pretty much the whole way down. It's been death by a thousand cuts for a lot of stocks, but there has been wicked, wicked rallies. So you think, oh, I'm just shorting stocks, and making money. It's not been easy for the shorts either. There is these wicked little squeezes that continue to happen on a continuous basis, um, and you know that's another one. So you think, okay, well, okay, well, there's another meeting. There's a headline driving it up, and then there is no meeting, obviously, and then you know it's, it, it tanks back down. But again, what we were saying to There's some markets that you can trade technically. Oh, this is setting up well. Oh, this looks good. And then there's some markets that are headline-driven. And we are in the 100% headline-driven market here right now. So as much as you can like whatever technical setup, if something happens, another headline breaks, which we are getting headlines almost continuously on Ukraine here right now, it's going to drive futures prices. Algos are reading the headlines and they're doing it. I know traders, a lot of them say just ignore all the headlines. And I've said all along as an active day trader if you're a swing trader long-term investor even if you're a swing you're a long-term investor sure ignore the headlines you're a long-term person maybe you're gonna get shaken out of stuff you can probably ignore headlines if you're a trader in any capacity you've got to be paying attention to the headlines because i tell you there's a lot of money made on the headlines and and being quick on it because the institutions take a long time to respond to headlines. They don't respond on a dime, and it's institutions that really drive flow. The algos do, and sometimes they overshoot, and sometimes you know you're going to get chopped up trading headlines. But you've got to be aware that we're in a headline-driven market, and I don't care what the hell the chart looks like. If the next you know headline comes out, and okay, we got full-on invasion going here, market's probably going down. Nothing to do with the technicals.
1: Yeah, and this is like more so than the. Um than with the uh, um, trade, war. trade war.
2: Well, that was a headline-driven market as well. I mean, and we kept getting, okay, What's that went on for like a year and a half. And is this going to go on for that long? I don't think so. I think like mobilizing troops, I think like it feels like, t- to me, my opinion, I don't know what's in Putin's head, but it doesn't it feel like kind of invasion is imminent here? Doesn't it feel like that to you, to you guys?
1: They're kind of, do- the way they're, do- I mean, there's different ways. There's already, what, like, fa- factions in, I mean, there's already factions in Ukraine that are already doing things, right? The separatists. So they're, they're basically are already doing things. I don't know what your actual definition is going to be. I mean, as far as the Soviet troops, like, actually crossing the line. Yeah,
2: but, that's what I'm, Yeah, that's I, what my definition of invasion Yeah, would be. I You would think so, wouldn't
0: you? So-
2: it, it kind of feels like that. I, I mean. The, but the market doesn't know. I mean, let's let's look here. We are massively oversold on a lot of indices. So I mean, especially you know we, we talked about some of those growth names. So we are oversold. So it's not surprising you're going to get these dead cap bounces. The question is, you know, are you buying these bounces? I would be buying the dips and selling the rips. I think you're just. It's the same thing. You got to keep playing it the same way we've been playing it for the last. I feel like for the last year, it's chop. It's a choppy market. So. You're buying dips and selling rips or shorten rips and buying dips not doing the opposite i think you've got to continue to do that on everything i think you're booking gains when you've got them i mean if you're a long-term investor sure do whatever you want to do you want to stick and you know you've got a story and you're going to hold it for the next 10 years it's a completely different animal but a lot of people listening to this show are traders and if you're a trader and you're sitting on it and all of a sudden you boom you get 10 percent left in one of your stocks you know just because you know there's something happened with ukraine or this or you know or just a, a technical bounce I think you use that opportunity to sell it. you got to be booking the gains as you're going here because if you don't, then they turn around and they go straight back down. I mean, case in point, you know, on my square position. You know, here I stuck, you know, a, a small position of square in the long-term portfolio at 104. It bounced to 129, came all the way back down to 104, bounced again up to like 117, 118, but long-term, I'm trying to say, okay, I'm trying not to look at it. I want a little position in square. Now it's breaking down. Now it's $94, and now it's through the 100 technical support. And it's like, it looks like hell. So twice, you know, I was up 25% in that thing. And then I was up another 10% in the thing. And now I'm down in it. So it makes me just want to trade my long-term portfolio. I'm trying not to do that because I wanted Adam. And we know I have a lot of cash in my long-term portfolio. I'm trying to take a longer-term approach to it, but it's hard. Because I tell you, as a trader, I'd be selling the hell out of a 20% bounce in three days. And that's what we got if we go back on the square from January 28th to January 31st when it bounced from 101 all the way up to 130. These are 25% a day, you got to take the gains. So maybe even got to do it in the long-term account when you get them that quickly and then, you know, but 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 it's hard. I I I don't want to start saying everybody should be trading their long-term account. I probably do worse, you know, to Warren Buffett what he says the best thing he does, you know, and is is when he's doing nothing. So I mean, I try to take that approach to a certain extent, but the trader in me gets me sometimes. And you know, I do find myself trading my long-term account the odd time. I was like, what are you doing? This is supposed to be 20, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20-year time horizon. Why are you trading out of that? But as a trader, whatever is in your trading account, you're getting 10, 15, 20% bounces and stuff. You get out. So think, this is a that, nice that overnight strat- bounce.
1: But that strategy would not have been a good strategy in like 21. You know, when In the 2020. Was, in 2021, yeah,
2: it was good. In 2020, you're 20, mad. Excuse so every me, time yeah. you bought something or you sold something in 2020, you're mad two days later. Every time you buy something in 2022, you're mad two days later because it seems like eventually they just make new lows. It's definitely the market. You don't need to chase in. So you're like, oh, I missed it. Oh, I missed it. This market is giving you chance after chance after chance after chance. And it's giving it for a reason because the bottom is not in. You know, ARKK, Kathy Wood on CNBC oh, two oh, days I ago. Kn- I had
0: a feeling you were going to come. Two on. days
2: ago, <laughs> she announces and proclaims. She said it in the interview. Never she seen. believes that the bottom is in for ARKK, and basically implying that this, that her ETF is probably never going to trade lower than sixty four thirty five ever again. Two days later, she's wrong. Two days, twenty four hours, seen. not even two days. Twenty four hours after that interview, it falls ten percent basically 10% from where she was talking about it to where to make a new low on the move that's incredible incredible that it went down 10% just that quickly and ARKK is obviously making new lows here today nobody knows anything the bottom line not even Kathy Wood you know she doesn't know nobody knows when her ETFs going to bottom you know nobody knows when this market is going to bottom so you know even though I get that question sent to me every single day is this the bottom is this the bottom not once sometimes I get it 10 times a day um
1: let me if, know when nobody you knows stop when getting the bottom's them. gonna be let me know when you stop getting them that's that... the bottom
2: <laughs> yeah when I don't when I get the day that nobody asked me was that the bottom then that's the bottom so I guess we just gotta you know wait for that day one day I'll get that hey nobody I better notice it though I probably won't notice it that day then so I don't know what to say about this market though all I can say is it's gonna be choppy there's gonna be a lot of volatility. And you don't want to be chasing this market. Chasing is a recipe to lose a lot of money in this market.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I have nothing more to add because I agree with everything that you you guys have been saying all, all morning. The one thing that I, I do want to actually chime in here is we've talked about, um, you know, where where to look uh, as far as the, the whole Russia conflict is concerned. You, you know, you look at the overall market. You look at oh, you look at you look at. Uh, uh, uh crude oil obviously yeah um i would also point everyone's attention to the small number of russian russian based companies that trade on us exchanges cuz there are there are a handful of them so yandex right yndx is probably your big one that's trading down this morning anything with russian exposure is going to trade de- day it's going to be down today so, yeah. so yndx uh yeah. qiwi kiwi that's another one uh, I'm going to write these down, actually. Yeah, this yeah. is good to
2: know. So YNDX, Q-I-W-I. Yeah.
0: Y-N-D-X Q-I-W-I. Uh, I don't know what that company does. I just know it's a thing. Um, uh, MTL, Mary uh, Taco Lima uh, is another one. Okay. Uh, lower price stock, uh, low volume. And uh, MBT, Mary Bravo Tango. Uh, these are all Russian companies that trade on U.S. exchanges. Uh, is there only four? I'm sure there are more. I don't have a complete. Okay. List. Oh, maybe we can get a whole list. Thank you. you look uh, today. Thank, wait a minute. Is that? Thank you, Easy Mike. I didn't even realize there was a a Russia ETF. There, RSX. There, there, there you go. <laughs> there's, there's Yeah, but I yeah RSX. Okay. And yeah, well, there's several actually. There's there's here. So the double um, but let, let, Let's 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 go look at what's in like the the iShares uh, Russia uh, here. I'm gonna RSX on here. Um, Do it. Show us. Well, I'm I'm on the iShares website here. Oh, it's all um, all right. Uh, not all of these trade in the U S., so it's kind of a it's a tricky one. You kind of got to look. Yeah. I I just went to e- ERUS as the symbol, and you can just go look see. So any anyway, anyway, the point the point being anything with exposure to Russia is going to trade down today. That that's yeah, another area definitely. that you can also look to. So, um, okay, do you want to move on to? We have some earnings this morning. You we, we do. I just yeah.
2: want to just finish up thoughts here because obviously the whole driver earnings are going to take a backseat. And we have some big names this week reporting. And We obviously had Home Depot and Macy's this morning as well. But you've got to be aware that what is really the driver here is going to be the headlines coming from Ukraine. Interest rates are still there. That's still going to be a driver as well. But right now, the whole world has got their eyes on Ukraine and the market is watching this as well. So you've got to be aware that even though your company reports a killer quarter, it's like okay, well, what is it? First of all, is it an energy stock? Well, that's going to be moving, you know, or is it, you know, where what sector is it in? How's Ukraine impact that business? Does it, you know, does war impact that business directly? But it impacts just all stocks right now. Because stocks are all moving together, correlations are all coming closer together. When the VIX goes up, correlations go up. But there are individual stories that are doing really well. But we should start with Home Depot because before a lot we of do it, just one stock. thing: yep.
1: stocks have been. I mean, just overall. I mean, good earnings or bad earnings. I mean, look at Google. A lot of it's a market environment. I mean, they announced trade earnings, a 20 for one, you know, whatever stock split. So, you know, it, I mean, it's been the market environment too. But if you have, seems like good earnings have not really been rewarded and bad earnings have just been annihilated. Of course, it's been a horrible market for the longs. Yeah. yeah. It's been an absolutely horrible
2: market for the bulls, unless you're in energy. It's been a horrible market for the bulls for the last, in 2022, really. I mean, you know, every single rally that, you know, for, in the most part, unless, like I said, like unless you're an energy stock, it seems like every single rally eventually gets sold and every single sell off off earnings doesn't get bought. So it's just been horrible. I mean, to your point, Google did everything right in that quarter. Now it's stock split. It's given it all back and more because we're of the marker, the, the overall macro environment. So it's a tough market to be just a long-only trader. And if you're a long-only, you're probably really struggling in 2022. That's why we've always said you got to be able to go both ways. If you're going to do this as a business, you've got to be able to go both ways in this market, meaning you got to be able to short stocks too. So if you think you're going to go and open a Robinhood account, and make a living as a day trader, it's difficult because I don't even think they, do they allow you to short stocks? I think Robinhood still doesn't yeah. allow you to short stocks. No, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't have a robinhood account. No, so maybe somebody do, can yeah. verify that. But it's difficult when you're handcuffed and you can't do, you know, you you can't hedge yourself even they, for, the, for offer, the most part. They not they very well. They offer margin you could buy those long, you know, inverse funds and stuff, you know, and that's one way, I guess, to get around it. But it's difficult. So yeah. you know, I trade hedged. What does that mean? I'm like oh, market neutral. So Wait, equal Justin, longs, equal shorts.
0: Justin JTV says they don't. All right, I, didn't I don't that, think they, I, do. They, I they do. I don't that's think Robinhood true.
2: allows you short stocks. You so know, I guess they you can, can buy do... the double ones.
0: I mean, you but... you, you can do what, you can do options and you can do the the, the inverse options, options that, that you yeah. just. Yeah. All right, that's, that's your only way on Robinhood. Huh. Huh. So okay. it's difficult. So I mean,
2: as a business, it's hard to be. I would say it's very difficult to be, you know, make a career out of being a day trader on Robinhood. I yep. think if you get to that level where you want to do this as a business, as a career, or like quit your job, you've got to move on to a platform that allows you to, to do everything. But, you know, I, there's obviously the inverse CTS, one way to get around it, I guess. So, but I, I trade hedged. So we know that. Um, and it's very consistent for those reasons that I, you know, when the market falls 80, 90 points, I'm not getting hammered in my trading account. I may even be making money depending on how my hedges are. But I tell you, You know, my long-term account, which is always long only, it gets hit just as hard. I mean, yes, I've got a big chunk of cash, but it gets hit. I mean, we'll all lose money on days like this. Um, But as traders, you've got to just, you know, be active and you've got to be understanding the market environment we're in. And you're chasing these rips up. It's not being rewarded. So if I got a big earnings report, that is good. and I'm going to go to Home Depot in a second because this is a classic example. Decent report, bounced on the initial
0: numbers. What does it do an hour later? Gives it back. Tough environment. Yeah, so I'll give you the the Home Depot numbers, and because they were good, uh, and actually the theme in the morning is not just good earnings, but it's also hey o- other stuff. While we're at it, like buybacks and dividend raises. So Home Depot's earnings per share came in above the estimates. Their sales also came in above the estimates, and they raised their quarterly dividend from a buck sixty five a share to a buck ninety a share. Uh, and they guided for sales growth for this year, sales growth and comps. To be slightly positive for the year all good stuff all they good said stuff. everything right
2: yeah and they rallied the stock and in a normal market environment you'd be like yeah man that's worth that they rallied the 16 bucks this morning up to 362 but let's look at the macro environment we got a lot of issues happening here and what do money managers do they're like I got a stock that's green I'm selling it I'm not joking there's literally that simplicity to it. there's money managers looking to raise cash. You get a 15 point pop in your stock. And even that's not even money managers. It could be even retail. It could be a lot of things. Just looking to raise cash, get that pop and they sell it. And here, boom, the three, forget about the 362. It's long gone. We're now down seven bucks. So we're 25 points off the highs. Great report. Say everything
1: right. Terrible market environment. Don't chase longs. We're trading below the low of the move by five, by six bucks. The low of the move in Home Depot was at 343.61. That is now resistance, believe it or not, after that kind of report. Uh, I need to give you an area here of support, and it's hot, you know, the pre-market low, whatever that is, obviously, at 929 and 59 seconds. But I I see an area of three monthly lows, and I'm just going to, and this is longer term. This is not necessarily for today. But I like the three, I would say the 320 area. Uh, the reason I mean, if the market continues in a volatile fashion down, you have three monthly lows between 316.61 and 324. The middle one is 320.28. So that's what I'm looking at. Longer term support. Now the former low of the move is resistance.
2: Let's go to one more in the chat's talking about it. And everybody's talking about it. I had a Reuters reporter just call me about it. Basics. DWAC. Oh, so, oh, no, no, no,
0: wait, wait. Can, all right, can we do Macy's and then DWAC? Because I have it's on the agenda. I got DWAC. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Sorry, okay. sorry, sorry. I did. It's I gotta look at
2: the agenda. We'll go to it's Macy's. Okay. And we'll
0: it's, do okay. It. it's okay. I got DWAC on there. I got you, Dennis. Okay. Don't yeah. worry. Macy's, uh, same thing. Super strong quarter, earnings above estimates, sales above estimates. They also announced a $2 billion buyback and a quarterly dividend raise. That was a this is a very slight raise. They raised about less than a penny. But a raise is a raise is a raise. And they gave guidance for the year uh, for their earnings per share. Uh, actually, that was a little bit light. That's interesting. The sales guidance for the year was was okay. The earnings guidance for the year was smidge on the light side. But anyway, Macy's moving against trend this morning. Hey!
2: At least for now. Yeah. Um, it's already leaking a bit here. I I've been on the record. I like Macy's. Stock's cheap. Fits the value description. I think we got a reopening trade. I think people are going back out to the stores and doing shopping again. So I mean, that all kind of fits the bill for a reason to buy Macy's, but we're not in a market environment that is making you money when you're buying stocks up eight, 10% on an earnings report. Ahead of the report, you actually probably are selling into this. And that's what I think you're already seeing. You're seeing, you know, people come in here this morning and they are selling back into it. I like Macy's. Would I stick it in my long-term portfolio? Maybe. I'm just not sticking anything in my long-term portfolio right now just for the simple reason of that. There's so many unknowns. I'm kind of comfortable at 35% cash because I want a lot of dry powder here, and I just don't see the reason to jump in here. Every day that goes by gives me more reason not to jump in. So Macy's is the kind of stock that I would buy in my long-term portfolio if I was buying stocks in my long-term portfolio.
1: But 28 not. bucks. I mean, if you couldn't ask for a better number than that, I mean, that was the highs back in December. That was the highs in early January. Tried there in late January, and then in the pre-market, you go to 28.10, 28.04 on another pop, trading 27.14. Man, oh man. I If it get back up there the first time... That is like nine star resistance. And the longer it takes to get back over that twenty-eight, then the better chance you got at a gap fill. And that comes in at uh twenty-six fifty-one. Oh, that's not that far away from Friday, twenty-six fifty-one. So there you go. That twenty-eight. When you see that many daily highs in the same area, then you get three pokes at it in the pre-market, doesn't go through. That's right. Twenty-six and a half, twenty-eight. Uh levels in macy's all right now we can go to D-WAC, and, and if it weren't for russia
0: and putin and ukraine this may this may well not be your story of the day alas it is not uh even so though so over the weekend the truth social app finally launches and uh i guess i color me naive i did not realize that was worth forty dollars but apparently it was this morning Arr. Uh, $50, I'm sorry, in D How high to get 138 this morning? Was it scheduled to launch? It was scheduled to launch. I, I, I have to confess I don't I don't know. I don't follow the story. I, 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 I thought it was it was gonna launch in like in early March. So wow. I could be but I could be wrong. I it's someone in the chat. If you know, please correct me. If it was supposed to launch that last weekend or or I thought I, I knew it was coming up, I just didn't realize it was it was now.
2: Uh, it, it's absolutely borderline shocking
0: oh president's day launch yeah okay you're you're, you're, yeah you're right it's actually uh, it's borderline
2: shocking that this thing could rally 70 or 80 percent on this this morning i mean again you got 4 a.m traders that are just too excited by a story and buying hand over fist and can't stop themselves and now i mean you look at it and it's given a lot of it back i mean we were we we kissed 137 dollars here this morning we're now 97 you know, this is in a bear market off of the official bear market <laughs> off of its highs. And the thing's up 15% today. So I don't even know what to say. I mean, you, you got to really be careful. We are not in 2020. I'm going to keep repeating myself on this show every day until people start to learn. We are not in 2020 anymore. This is not the market environment to chase something up 50, 60, 70, 80% on a hot story. So could this come back? Is this, you know, got, you know, some long term, you know, is this going to take, you know, Trump has a huge following. There's no doubt there's going to be some people that are going to gravitate to his platform off of other social media platforms because he does have a huge following. I mean, there's a strong portion of the population that actually believes he still won the election. So, I mean, he has a strong following. And that's one thing that's going for DWAC. But I don't know how to value something like this. You know, we're so early. We're on the first day of the launch. So it's difficult to just say, oh, yeah, I'm going to buy this thing at 100. It's going to go to 300 here today on a hot story. Hot stories are getting trampled by the overall market. Hot stories stay hot, not for days or weeks or months. They stay hot for, it seems like, minutes sometimes in this market only. And then they turn around and they hammer them again. So when you get an opportunity like that, your stock pops 50 60% because they launched when they were supposed to launch. I mean, it's like SPCE. Remember the space when we we talked about yeah. that all over again. Yeah, um, that was the high of the move when they you know they had that launch and everybody bought it ahead of it and it was all excited and they were buying it the next morning and then they turned around and it never came back. So I'm not saying DWAC can't come back. I'm saying I don't know how to value it, but I'm not definitely not chasing a
0: story. And it's worth pointing out, you know, Funware is kind of the sister stock to this phun yeah. so that also got they got to like 450 this morning. So um, yeah, take the I, I, money and run. I guess it's probably worth acknowledging that in terms of like the longer trend on DWAC, it has it's held up well. It has held up very nicely. Yeah. Uh, but again, to I think I think your first point is the right one. Where if it were, if it were twenty twenty, then yeah, probably go go ahead and buy this thing. But it's not. We're not in Kansas anymore, and these yeah. kinds of moves yeah. are not moves to to the, that you want to be chasing. So I don't I I don't know. The obviously the move is dumb. Obviously. It makes no sense for a stock to go from 80 to 138 because they'll launch an app. Is it worth something? Sure. But is it worth $50? No. No. Obviously so,
2: not, because it's already given it all back.
0: <laughs> it's not down to 96 now.
2: They're going to talk about it. It's going to get hyped on social media. It's going to yeah. be hyped it's, they're talking about it on CNBC. Apparently, right now, Richard Judge says we're watching our show, so we don't watch CNBC um, at this time. But I mean, this is. Uh, I don't, know. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a storied SPAC. It's one of those stories. Yeah. It's, it's got Trump behind it, so it's going to be more of a story than other things. It's held up very well, but I mean, it's so far not so good. When you know you come in and you say, "Wow, what a day for d up twelve <laughs> percent."
0: Well, then you look crazy. at what it
2: did, and you're like, that's,
0: that's, "Wow, it's people, giving back three quarters of the game." People are going to get to their computers or get on their apps, and they're going to see, "Whoa, it's up, it's up fifteen percent in the pre-market." Count me in. Well, technically that's true, but it's down what from the high? (laughs) Like, how much is it down from the high? A lot. So, yeah. 40 bucks. Pre-market levels are important, right? Don't just blindly look at, oh, uh, don't just look at the net change from 4 p.m., right? Because there's a whole other world out there happening overnight at at 4 a.m., 5 a.m. So, anyway. They bought
2: the news and they are... Absolutely selling the news since 5 30 this morning. They have not stopped selling this news. So and, what and, happens after? Yeah. This is one of those stocks. It's going to be wild. I calling it a stock. I know it's a spAC, You know, whatever. we will just call it a stock because it's going to be eventually turn into. Do we know the ticker symbol change is going to be here? Oh gosh, no. I don't know if they I'm, know. I'm, it sorry, I'm
0: sure someone in the chat knows. I don't know. Anyways,
2: not time on DRAC. I mean, no it's idea. it's got a following. It's got a story, but that story. When ice cold at 5.30 this morning.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, it's 8.33 here. You know what? Actually, I think we can probably move move on to our guest now. I see him here backstage, Joel Kalina uh, from White Bush Security. He's, he is their head of technology, media, and telecom trading, and he always brings us really good insight. So let's get Joel Kalina on the show. Uh, our favorite Joel. Joel! <laughs> our favorite Joel want <laughs> to. Uh, doing? to on that one. <laughs> we're doing good. We're doing. We're trying to make sense of this. Uh, help us. Help us make sense of the fact that the futures markets are down, but not nearly as down as uh, everything
3: else. Yeah, it's it's funny. I think I was on your show last December thirtieth. So it's been a been a, an interesting start to twenty two, to say the least. And uh, I think the case with Russia, and I'm no, you know, I studied economics in college, so I have no background in geopolitical. Uh, you know, in, in terms of, you know, history. But I mean, it, it's clear that the what, what Russia is is aiming, it's really a repeat of their playbook, what they did in Georgia uh, in the late 2000s, almost so far to the T. Um, I think at, at, if the status quo, it, it's a positive for the market. Um, you know, obviously Putin's recognized the separatist states. Um, Ukraine president was out around 5 a.m. Eastern time um, saying they doesn't believe a full out war is, is coming um so i think as of right now uh the status quo and what kind of has developed over you're talking today, about
1: right now like because there's yes. not right, right now, now because there's not bombs flying that there's is there's not uh, tanks yet
3: tank tanks aren't rolling into kiev quite yet okay. and i don't think that, yeah, i don't expect that to happen to me and again i'm not, not a, at a, all yeah and i'm not a geopolitical kind of okay. expert by any means but i just right. i mean putin's not an idiot clearly if he if he rolled the tanks across the country I mean, the, the Western allies would just kind of, obviously, the repercussions would be massive. So, again, we, we saw this with what he did in Georgia. He, he kind of did a little bit similar with Crimea as well. And these were definitely parts of, uh, you know, the Ukraine where people feel more part of Russia than Ukraine. I mean, people, right. there, I think, already hold Russian passports. So, as of right now, I think it's positive for the market, um, hence the move off the lows.
0: All right, Joel, We since since tech, media, telecom is your focus, we we got to yep. ask, you, ask you about that right now. Yeah. Right? yeah. What what can you say about the tech space is getting every day. There's another headline yeah. and just another excuse to sell yeah. tech stocks, whether it's Google doing the privacy thing that Apple yeah. did last week, hitting Facebook and all those, those, those app based stocks every day. There's another headline. Yeah. It feels like, and the market just uses, Oh, this is it. I'm just going to sell my tech stocks today. Cause that's what, you know, yeah. I mean, like, what do you do here? Yeah, I mean, I think you got to kind of
3: you got you to do a little bit of
0: homework. I know you
3: guys touched on it uh, with kind of the move in the in the Trump's back this morning. No longer can you just buy something and think that the, you know, the, the retail army is going to continue to kind of take it higher. Fundamentals do ma- matter. Valuation matters f- at the moment. And that's been the case really since kind of Powell first pivoted in, in late November, early December. So I think you got to you got to stick to that playbook. Don't overthink it. Um, I think everyone, you mentioned Kathy Woods interview on, on CBC on Thursday, and that was scary. I mean, it was 30, 45 minutes long, and it was absolutely frightening uh, seeing her discuss and really just kind of more evidence of, of a lack of uh, investment process, lack of risk management. And I think a lot of stocks that are in a portfolio, you're, I think your viewers should be aware what these names are, and and, and these things aren't going to see a V-shaped recovery. Um, you know, we've already crashed and I think it's going to look more like an L and just kind of bounce on the bottom. So I wouldn't be looking at names like Roku, Teladoc, uh, Path, uh, Skills, like these, these lower quality growth companies that clearly benefited from massive stimulus. And, and because of all, you know, you know central bank policy, you know, multiples surged. And, and, and those clearly those major tailwinds have been in reverse now for quite some time. So avoid kind of names further out in the risk curve. And within tech, there's still some great, great themes, um, whether it's IT services, and that's a theme on digital transformation. So that's Infosys, Accenture, everyone knows who that is. Uh, look at AMD. Uh, I know the stock actually saw an upgrade this morning yeah. from a longtime bear. A very simple story, 31% off its highs. They continue to benefit from, from market share gains at Intel's expense. They still have earnings power in, in the model. And it's still, uh, you know, probably you know one of the best management teams in all of tech with Lisa Su at the top. So you look for stories like that. Have had really good pullbacks, but the fundamental narrative
0: really hasn't changed at all. Joel, when you say lower quality names, yeah, how, how do you quantify that?
3: Well, I think you know maybe go back to. You know, from from the you know, pandemic, so almost coming on two years now to the day. Um, and it is I, I honestly look at daily multiple times. Like I scroll through Kathy Woods holdings and you just kind of got to sh- scratch your head like how, you know, you know, names like, say, DocuSign. She bought it on the blue up in November. Um, and, and I think at went around 145. I think last I saw stock was trading around 110, 115 yeah. Zoom media um, where valuations still aren't cheap. Um, so it's, it's kind of those names where they benefited so massively from the, from COVID essentially, you know, demand that was accelerated at the forefront, they were able to reduce spending. And then because of the central bank policy multiples just skyrocket. So it's like the story stocks, like those big retail heavy names, the meme names that outperformed, you know, in, in, in a different lifetime, I would just avoid a lot of those names and, and, and try to just, you know, find your, your way back into quality, whether it's, uh. Like I said earlier, kind of AMD and semis or Marvell's a big play on 5G and cloud infrastructure, cloud security theme. We know Russia's at that. That's one of their major tactics. Um, You know, not only when 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 they're about to go and and kind of push in other countries, but that's what they're known for is launching cyber attacks. So Palo Alto reports this week expect a very bullish report. They've had some success with some product upgrades. They've shown the ability to, 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 to hike prices as well. And then kind of down the food chain names like SailPoint. Qualis, also kind of just other cybersecurity plays, um, which is a theme which isn't going to go away anytime soon.
0: I mean, it sounds like that's where you're focused on is chips and cyber. Are there yeah. other are there other pockets of tech, media, telecom that you do like right now? Uh, to be honest, not no. really.
3: Okay. Um, I know you guys, you touched on some of the you know the, the 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 privacy changes implemented by obviously Apple over the summer, and then you know. Google and their Android they are implement similar privacy sta- you know regulations and standards as well um you know s- names like Snapchat Pinterest they they look mighty mighty attractive uh, just given what the stocks have done but i think wow. you know the old saying buyers are higher and especially talking to my institutional clients that's the sense i get from a lot of people you know, that they, they rather you know not too many people have the fear of missing out on say the first 10 15% that's- but guys want to be buying those stocks when they start heading in the right direction. Cause again, if a name like pins or snap is 10 to 15% higher from where we are right now, there's likely a reason and whether that's a change in tone from the fed or at least more visibility from pal and kind of the, the path that they're, they're thinking about taking for the next kind of uh, you know, four to six quarters. I think that, that is very critical for the, for the, for the market and, and tech, especially again, because tech benefited the most, because of the accommodated policy, because of COVID, because of the shift in demand, and uh, and hence are suffering the most as a result. So people are waiting for yeah. a reason to buy these companies again. But right now you're just catching a fallen knife, um, and, and 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 that's gotten you nowhere other than kind of you know cuts across your your hand over the past few few months.
2: Joel, what turns this market around? I mean, we've got uh, you know a Fed that has obviously indicated that they are moving to a tightening. It looks yeah. like we're going to get multiple rate increases here. We have the potential for war over in the Ukraine. Um, and then you've got a market where, you, to your point, is everybody's scared to be the first one to buy. Yeah. What, what What actually starts turning it around? Like, how do we How do we bottom? How What's the process to get a bottom here and then yeah. get a market where this is, okay, all of a sudden we're starting to make money again?
3: Well I think the, the 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 odd thing that I've noticed is uh, you know especially last week all those big down days we've had volumes were extremely low. I can't really remember a time where I saw that when he had crash I mean can't say crash but there were some violent days that we've seen of late and where you look at look at my screen in tech and there's probably 15 to 20 names down at least 10%. So pretty pretty violent day and yet Nasdaq volumes are running 15, 20% below the 20 day average. That's not really normal. So it's obviously, it's not reflective of, of pure capitulation. Um, but obviously I think, you know, maybe people, are, you know, there's a little bit more cash on the sidelines as well. And it's a fle- reflective of kind of the, the deer in the headlights out there and, 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 and utter lack of conviction. Um, so what does the bottoming process look like in 22? I am honestly, I'm not sure. I think, uh, you know, again, you really need to see probably move to the downside on heavy volume, and then kind of deter it um you need to see some some shift in, in in the narrative and i think that needs to come from the fed and and uh, it, it it's clear that the white the message from the white house towards the fed has been we want to make sure we control inflation for main street not wall street well i mean i think i think you could see a shift in that narrative to some degree and again if it's just jay powell being a little bit more transparent uh maybe some of these fed members stop speaking you know, you know, randomly throughout the course of the week, wherever they they, they may be getting paid. Um, and, you know, I know Bullard kind of hasn't been doing, doing the, the market any favors as well with his more hawkish kind of midweek, mid, mid-week uh, you know, comments as well. So to me, it probably needs to come to the Fed. Um, earnings seasons, in, in my view, hasn't been a disaster, but it, it has, if that makes any sense. We know that the multi-quarter cycle of, of upward revisions has come to a halt. Um, And 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 it's led to obviously severe multiple compression. So what you do need, though, I think is is more visibility from the Fed and then uh, and then really just kind of wait and see. And hopefully there's no more major geopolitical events that shake uh, investor uh, confidence even further than it already is.
1: We're on the line with Joel Kalina from Wedbush Securities covering the media and telecom uh, industry. Um Joel, uh, you know, obviously from your perch at Wedbush and all the other, you know, Wall Street analysts, you know, you're you're always looking, you know, looking at things to buy, right? Like yeah. where, you know, where's the strength? What's going to cover? But I think we all know that like when we go into a bear market, if we're already in one, who knows? Yeah. They hit everything, right? Yeah. I mean like okay banks banks are safe interest rates are going up all right JP Morgan's gotten absolutely slaughtered since its report Bank of America yeah where where's the point where you kind of like just kind of like is there a point in the S&P is there a point in the Nasdaq is there a point cuz when they when they start hitting everything they start hitting everything do you do you have like do you have a, a point like for me I have a very definite I have a very definite level that I'm looking at today and the low close of the year has been forty uh forty three seventeen and a quarter okay yeah. and that was after that created. so to me a close under that and you know I'm 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 really getting bearish I was getting bearish last week but what's the trigger point for you where you know they're just going to hit everything.
3: Yeah, you know, that—that's. I mean, you hit the nail on the head earlier. I mean, that's what people are looking at. The lows from January. A lot of people were, didn't think we'd see these levels, and here we are. Um, it, didn't, it didn't take too long to get back down there. Yeah, I think you, you need to close above those lows to become a lot more constructive in the near term. And again, if we do close below, it's kind of you know keep that hard head on and, and 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 get defensive. So within tech, you know, look at Oracle. Oracle last quarter, you know, going back, I think they reported. Either they're November, late. They December,
1: late. Um, yeah. but
3: again, it was an inflection type of quarter. That re- I think that re-rating story can continue with Oracle stock was up sixty, almost sixty percent last year. Massive outperformer. I, th- I think that story's got momentum. Cisco, you know, here they are. They have a, secu- sec- a security component to the business. I think they're a big winner from a hybrid working environment with you know obviously work from home and, and, and return to the office. Um there. Um
0: Also and, they're also value stock. Yeah, yeah.
3: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know. So, I mean, obviously we know the gap between value and growth. I think it's the largest it's been since 95. And there's really at the moment that, you know, that's how the, that's how this year started with that gap just blew out aggressively to start. Um, And as we sit here today, there's no wow. reason to think we're going to see mean reversion quite yet. So I think valuation does matter. Um, and until the tape tells you something different, then it can go out a little bit further. I mean, if I was to go out further on the risk curve, I'm probably looking at names like Unity, um, which again has a great management team. I think they do. You know, who knows what the metaverse is going to look like, but they're obviously going to be a big part of that. They're obviously a big uh, you know tool tool provider for for gaming engines. Um, so that's kind of I think stick with stories you like, and that, or even like a name like Sony, right? So Sony, they have you know, multiple businesses that are doing very well. Image sensors within semiconductors. They have a music, you know, publishing unit as well. And then they obviously have the gaming gaming portion. And they also announced a, a, a deal for Bungie not long ago to kind of bolster their first party content um, in their battle versus Microsoft in the console war. So you just want to find stories that are somewhat isolated from all the noise that's going out th- around. And that's obviously in, in tech. The heart of it is the story stocks, the Kathy Wood stocks, and even names like PayPal, which blew up Facebook. I mean, Facebook, I know it's cheap, but it's probably going to be going to bounce around these levels for a while. And again, if Facebook gets going, there's, there's going to be a catalyst where you can buy it probably up seven, eight percent and don't have to be fearful of missing the move. Um, and I think that's that's the key for me. Don't try to be a hero because this market's just been punishing for anyone who's, who's tried to trade that way for the last really th- almost three months now.
2: Well, anybody that's trying to buy these dip on these earnings stocks, I mean, Facebook and PayPal, to your point, these stocks are are down significantly from the gap downs when they reported. And, you know, we saw the same thing with Roblox last week as well. It reported disappointing earnings gaps down 10 bucks, And, you know, some people are saying, oh, what a great opportunity. Now it's down another $10. And it's three days later. It seems like when they report and they disappoint, they keep hammering them. So, I, I we still have not seen PayPal turn around here. I look at it and think, okay, well, this is the cheapest valuation trade at in probably a long, long time. Yeah. But what's the reason to be the hero and be the first person to jump in when it goes down every day? Yeah. I mean, the,
3: the move is so, so, you know, magnificent off its highs. You can, it's I, unbelievable. I like to think that when you do, kind of, whether it's a, a key upgrade or, or, or a shift in the thesis, maybe they, they come out and make some comments regarding kind of, where they are with their eBay relationship and, and how that's progressing. Obviously, that's still that's that's been a major headwind for the story as well. Competition has been an issue. Um, reopening choppy, you know, recoveries also weighed on the stock. So maybe we get some headlines that kind of change that narrative a little bit um, with, with a name like PayPal. Obviously, you know, I think Facebook was one of my top shorts coming into this year, just more f- on fundamentals. And, and, and I didn't think IDFA issues were going to worsen to the point where they are. Yeah. And I think Zuckerberg's got to figure something out with, with a name like Facebook. Changing your name to Metaverse, which is still a concept and his little, you know, side, you know, kind of a toy project, is 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 pretty sad. Um, and I think that's where a lot of the punishment's coming from the institutional side of it. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I don't think you you, you want to be chasing those names. I, I think if, if the market's going to turn, you got to ask yourself: Look at the companies that reported great earnings, uh, whether it's Microsoft, Alphabet. They're they're, they're going to rip. I think those are the names. Stick with quality. I'm I'm staying to that playbook and right. kind of been what I've been kind of trying to follow the past three or four months. Um, but yeah, like Roblox is a good example. I know probably a lot of your your audience members are, are playing in that aggressively, and it's just man, I know what it hit 140 last November. Well, 148 most violent 90%. squeezes I can remember. And keep in mind, I mean, besides all the negative stories, we're starting to come up about just what the hell's going on on the platform pretty disturbing but the bear bear thesis was fairly simple the story was going to decelerate users were going to you know user user metrics were, were decelerating right and their key dem- demographic you know is like I think like nine to fifteen
0: year old something K- around kids, are, kids are going back to school they're not like gaming exactly all right, and right. then china was
3: a big part of their their, their growth story as well uh, so, so we know what china is obviously beijing i think they they announced their, their strict measures last august Yet somehow this stock managed to go have that move higher, despite, you know, the the fundamental story and growth story not being as strong as it was, uh, you know, say six months ago. Um, And so that's obviously crashing back to earth and metaverse is still probably no one knows what that's going to look like. Um, And and, uh, so, again, the retail hype got retail got smoked in, in the metaverse trade as well. So probably too early to go back in there.
0: All right, Joel Kalina, head of technology, uh, te- uh, media telecom trading at Wedbush Securities. Joel, it is always a pleasure. Thanks for coming on today. Yeah, thanks, guys. All righty. All right, uh, a lot we have still not covered on the show. We want to devote the next nine or so minutes to some ticker time. Sure. If you have tickers for us, drop them into the chat. I just saw, uh, yeah, RJ mentioned Sony. Sony was one that Joel had just mentioned as being a name that he liked uh but uh joel you were I talking, talking
2: to... about buying that one too spencer did you ever pull the trigger on sony uh, no no
0: i never did never, 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 i, I never, think you got a big never, level never it's, pulled the sony trigger <laughs>
2: it's a big level 102 was the low 102.91 you're below it right now uh trading 101.81 but you're at a big level in sony i don't know what's the what's the p on this thing
0: uh reasonable i, I mean that. it's yeah. sony sorry right, right it's so, not crazy yeah. Uh S O N Y P E of sixteen. forward B sixteen. So yeah, nice.
2: I mean these are the kind. I think he's right. I think you're going yes. to quality names. I think this is a name that if I was buying stocks today, this is a name I would jump in. Again though, when I'm just looking at is a stock making a new low on the move. I don't like owning stocks making new lows on the move. So is there support at hundred bucks psychological? Maybe. But you know, it seems like you bounce there once and then, you know, eventually takes it out <laughs> and things go lower. So um, yeah, I'd put it on my shopping list, but I'm just not ready to go shopping yet.
1: I'm not ready to go to the store. No. Uh, I mean, with stocks like this or really any stock for that matter. Yeah. You could take a shot here. And if you're looking, you know, okay, I'm going to buy one Oh two, but like, don't, don't fall. I mean, you got to give yourself some room on it, but the only really way you're going to catch some of these trades, if and when they're going to turn, it's probably going to be, you know, and I'm not saying adding to a loser, but I'm saying taking a, taking a stab. Okay, that didn't work out. Okay, I'll take a stab again. That didn't work out. You know, no. so then eventually, you know, if it turns, but, you know, that's the thing is that the, just the mentality, and that that's when I get a little bit nervous is that, you know, even the mentality with Joel and everyone, you know, that we're talking is that, okay we got to find the bottom okay we're gonna go back up to all-time highs it you know there's gonna be a rally and that you know th- that may be the case but i think you got to look at things as like well. Maybe we're not going back to forty eight hundred in the S and P's for fifteen years. You know, I mean, there's a lot of you know, a lot of different factors. I hope Maybe, it's going wow, back to before fifteen <laughs> oh, years. But... Oh well, you see, even you guys. I mean, does the market have to do that? No, does it doesn't. have to keep going on? Of course not. But we we, we went from being well, it kind of
2: does for all the pension funds and everything though. If it doesn't, we got we trouble. Went being <laughs>
0: from, we, we went from being uncertain about today to we're not coming back for fifteen years. Well, I
1: didn't. I mean. I don't, I, but do you just hear, we, like, oh, yeah, well, yo, here we are on a date. Why don't we just, like, oh no. get out, get out, get out while you can? We're going to 3,500. You know, I mean, oh boy. you know, who knows? Yeah. There's a war. Interest rates are going to 42%. There's inflation. Then, after we you know what's going to happen, the Fed's going to raise rates too much and we're going to go into a recession. That's what's I have
2: no now. idea what's going to happen. <laughs> I don't know. And that's why I'm kind of got sky I'm- powder. Doing some day trading. That's pretty much it. Just, you know, buy dips, sell rips. Do I would just love to Great day trading environment. Everything, yeah. Great day trading environment. I mean, for you day traders out there, just think about even the overnight traders. I mean, what a wicked rally. How far are we off the low? We're 100 points off the lows. 90. 90 points off the lows. I mean, there is a wicked trading environment here. So there's opportunities all over the place for the day traders. The day traders are cleaning up. Like I mean, if you're if you're at least you know if you're fading moves, not saying if you're chasing, you're not, but if you're fading moves, you are making money in 2022. So
0: like, what well. about so what about for AV Steel? What about like Chevron here, CVX, which is up this morning? Oil is up. So uh, well, and here's the
2: problem though: is this is all up, and you know, the, yeah, this can continue, but I mean, we're very dependent on head. You want headline trades? Oil is completely driven by headlines from Ukraine. So if you're scared of headlines, you can't be touching any of this stuff. And at this point in time, I feel like the stuff wants to roll over. I feel like oil wanted to roll over. But it, it's not going to be allowed to if we're going into you know, into an invasion into war. I so, know. I mean, at that point, it, it, it's it's so driven by headlines. It's hard to say, oh, I like the chart or it's breaking down. I mean, the technicals are meaningless here. Because if we get the next headline and there's an invasion, all your oil stocks going to be up. we get the next headline and there's, you know, a little more talking or there's a little more like looking like, you know, there's backing off. Like, just like we had multiple headlines last week, it's going to sell off. So nothing is going to trade off headlines out of Ukraine more than oil right now.
0: Uh, I do want to mention there. Were, we did have a deal announced this morning, an, an, an M&A deal. Um, Kumin CMI, they're acquiring Meritor, ticker M-T-O-R, for thirty six fifty share, it's a cash deal, so that's gonna go to around thirty six bucks or so, and that'll be that. Uh, but CMI, CMI buying M-T-O-R, there is the deal that we had that deal announced. It's a small uh, deal for Cummins, I would think.
1: An hour ago now, hour and a half ago. So okay. I still, I still give them. I mean, I still give them credit, man. Waking up on board and boarding, like, oh yeah, let's that's, do that's a deal. Let's buy somebody. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> it's- sure, why not? Uh, I, I give it a thumbs up and that, and that and we're like, oh yeah, war, who, inflation, no, hey, let's buy this company. Okay, so.
0: all right, here's a ticker, uh, that we don't discuss normally on this show. What about DD? What about Dow DuPont? This is from, or not Dow DuPont, just DuPont, I don't know, whatever it's called now.
2: What an awful,
0: <laughs> awful, awful
2: <laughs> candle from Friday. And oh. I'm not sure, was this earnings? I can't remember. No, Friday seems not. like an eternity it ago. Was under, it was, it was,
0: no, it was not earnings. What, what was, it? was it? It was. Uh, uh, it was they a, sold a, something. Yeah, no, they, yeah, they did sell something. I feel like they sold something. I'm starting they, to remember. Yeah, they sold their
1: mobility and materials unit for eleven billion dollars. I guess they were thinking they were going to sell it for fifteen or right. something. I don't know that that candle.
2: So Scary. I'm telling you that candle catches all these traders. This is now, you look at something like this and I think you got to sell into the rips on this. And I know DuPont's a value stock and you're looking at this, but that is an awful candle. So you caught all the traders that are like, this is a great headline, we're going to highs and it went straight down all day, no relief really even. So an 84 down to 78, call that a key reversal. Joel, I mean, you take (laughs) out the lows of 78.42, this actually sets up well from the short side. This is a stock that can hold up um you know in value in a, in a value environment and that's what we're in but i don't like that candle at all
1: yeah 77 uh, would be your next area uh then a small gap to fill uh down to 7649 so i mean if it you know if you if you think they you know got way way overdone on friday uh, then you know, then it will hold yesterday's or Friday's low. If not, you can see 77 and then the gap fill and then lower at 75. But uh, this is one stock uh, that hasn't, I mean, they change their names like you know, don't what every week, like DuPont, don't Dow, they Midland, Dow, Midland, Michigan. Did you know? Yeah, I I mean, it's something. hard to keep track of what you own in this one, but uh, it's true. Uh, very important to hold uh that that low from Friday.
0: All right, we'll do one more. Okay, fine. We can use Shopify. Shopify sure, boy, on my boy. on my watch list, but I am in absolutely oh no rush to come oh. in here. And, and on my it. watch
2: list too. Great company. I love the company. I don't know if yeah. I love the stock. It's still not cheap. Not even close to being cheap on evaluation metrics. I mean, you go from seventeen hundred down to six hundred. It sounds crazy to say that it's not cheap, but it was never cheap. This is, it's getting to the point where I sold it originally because I, I thought it was overdone <laughs> and then know. went up another thousand points. So I never actually thought I was going to get my stock back, but I probably am going to rebuy Shopify Crazy. at some point in time. I said on the show a few days ago, 500 was my where I would probably jump in. We're 643 here now. I don't know if we're falling another 143 points you know, and immediately, but I think if it gets low enough, this is a stock that I actually would buy on the dip.
1: Uh, I, on the month, I'm not going to help you out. I mean, 500 is 500. So I can, I could do a little bit better than triple D on that one. <laughs> um, I could say 595.03. So maybe 600. But if you're looking for a short term bounce in this one, what you got to see is, and I'm not one of these people is that, you know, for this volume to uh to come down a little bit. Like you got a lot of people getting out here, right? This was the big down day, you doubled volume. You had more sellers yesterday or Friday, forty two million. So, you know, theoretically if you could make a couple lows in the same area, the volume gets back to this sixteen to twenty million area, hangs out there for a little dip, little bit, um, you know, comes comes down. Then maybe you got, you know, the whales use that term out and then you just get a little relief rally but the monthlies uh 595 is uh your next monthly support level
0: did also want to mention baba there's another headline today another regulatory headline there in baba so we're not 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 out of the woods in baba yet if if you're wondering
2: 110 enormous support it just keeps bouncing there so i mean it's worked three times maybe it works the fourth actually i think you play it off the 110 and if it starts cutting out, makes a new low on the move. The low back in December was 108.70. So I would say a 110.25, you know, just above 110 buying it, stopping yourself out under 108. Low, keeping the risk low. I know overnight if you go, it's never a low risk, especially when you're talking to Chinese yeah. stock. Yeah. But the 110 is support. Like I'm, like, a, like, that's a support level. I, anyway. all right,
1: I'm all going to hop off here. I was just going to say, you know, whether you're trading long side, short side today, and maybe you're a trader that doesn't normally use, you know, physical stops in the market, might might not be a bad idea to, you know, to get some out there if you're trading the end of day. Because as we can see by these headlines, if you're like a physical stop trader and it goes through an area, you're going to be like, what? So. Yeah, not always, but depends yep. on your investment in trading style. Yeah. So that's it uh, for me. That's it. I just want to see us close above, uh, and it's 20 handles from here 43.17.75. Uh that's been the low close of the year. All so right. Joel, I'm setting
0: a low bar. I'll check in with you guys I later know. on. I agree with John Lewis. All China stocks hands off for now. <laughs> yeah, well there's a lot
2: of things that are hands off. Again, it's your overall cash position here. You know, like are you sitting with 100% cash? I wouldn't want to be 100% cash here either. And this is the most unpredictable market that you can trade in. Like from to, to knowing what the next headline is going to be, to knowing what the next move is going to be. Like, would we have thought, you know, we'd rally fifty handles, it's, it's, you it's know, not, and then sell off the one hundred and fifty handles, and then even, rally all the way back again? Yes,
0: it's not even the headline, Dennis. It's the it's the reaction to the headline it makes no sense half the time.
2: No, I, I know. So you've just gotta know. Put yourself in a comfortable position that, okay, I'm comfortable here. Long-term investors, I'm comfortable being 65% stocks, 35% cash. That's where right. I'm at right now. I haven't moved much. I was 40% cash. I wish I was still 40% cash. That 5% that I put to work a few weeks ago, I'm down in all those stocks. Because, you know, I put to work, I bought I bought some emerge. I want emerging market fund, but what else I bought? I bought a little bit of Square, wrong. I bought a little bit of General Motors, wrong. I bought a little bit of something else. I forget what it was. And and I'm down in all those stocks. Yeah. So I mean, when you're making new lows on the move, you're usually going to be down. The only one I'm still up in is I think Wynn, um, W Y N N. But I mean, it's tough. That's pretty tough. So I wish I still actually was 40% cash right now because then I could put that 5% probably at lower levels. You know, so it's a tricky investing environment. You know, no. If you're a long-term investor, it's tough right now. As a short-term trader, it's a really good market to trade. All
0: right, Dennis, have a good rest of your day. We'll catch you later. Hey, I, I like what uh, Justin JTV said in the chat. Can you imagine not smashing the like button? I, I, I can't even imagine not smashing that like. We appreciate all the likes. While you're at it, subscribe to our channel. Hey, uh, if you go to our YouTube page and you see the little join button, that is our new YouTube membership program. We're offering custom emojis. There's a there's an emoji of me, there's an emoji of uh, of AB, of Mitch, of Luke, uh, of all of our personalities here. More to come, more exclusive perks to come. So check out the YouTube membership program on our channel. I put the link up in the chat and on screen. Guys, check out Benzinga Pro. We are offering a 25% discount right off the bat. There's the link again. Again, it's in the chat, it's in the description, and now it's on the screen to get 25% off our premium news and research tool that I genuinely cannot live without. It's it's frankly how I do my job, frankly, most days. So Benzinga Pro, pro pro.benzinga.com, but get 25% off with the discount code and the link that's on the screen there. Thanks to our guest, Joel Kalina. Please remember that all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes and not for investing or trading advice. All right, I'm hopping off. We got live trading with Benzinga. Coming up in a couple minutes here, Ryan, Zuneed, Mitch, this stream will end, redirect you guys right over there as soon as they start. I'm sorry we missed uh, some tickers in the chat. They'll cover uh, as many of them as they can on our next show. So stay tuned for that, everyone. Have a great rest of your day, and uh, good luck out there.
2: This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working...